Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode 185 of Beyond Retirement. I'm so happy to have you joining me today. Last week, I talked with Don Fleming about creating your dream life. I highly recommend that you go back and listen to that episode if you haven't done so already, because she's got a ton of really valuable information about how to plan that life, as well as some interesting stories about becoming an OPAT. So today, I'm going to ramble a little bit about the idea of a dream life and what that has to do with life beyond retirement, at least for me and my journey. The first thing I want to say is that everyone's dream life is naturally going to be different because we all have different wants, desires, and values. But I think the process of figuring out what your particular dream life is, is the same for everyone. And I've talked about how to do that in a few earlier episodes. The reason that identifying your dream life is important beyond retirement is that at some point, you'll find yourself looking for a purpose or a point to your existence. It's okay to be retired for a while, doing whatever comes along, but after time, you'll want more. Our purpose in life is different from our dream life, of course, but they're connected. Knowing what your dream life consists of will make finding your purpose a lot easier. Conversely, if you already know what your purpose is, creating your dream life around that purpose will be easier. Generally speaking, people don't get what they want in life because they don't really know what they want. So the way to fix that is to figure out exactly what you want. Don's first step involves clarity. You need to work hard, do some real soul searching to get the clarity you need to determine how and where you want to spend your beyond retirement years. The first step is to work out your perfect average day, the day that you could happily live every day for the rest of your life. I've talked about this before, and this exercise might seem silly to you. I know that taking the time to really write it all down can be daunting. It's not an easy task, and if you're doing it properly, you'll rewrite that perfect average day a few times before you're satisfied with it. And that's absolutely fine. After all, it's going to be the life you're striving to live, right? So you have to make sure you've got it all worked out. While you're doing this, envisioning where you're going to live and what you're going to do, you're going to figure out the answer to one of Don's first questions. If you could live anywhere, where would you live? So I did this exercise. I've done it a couple of times, actually, because as time passed, the idea of what I wanted to do with my time has changed a little bit. Something that has never changed, however, is the basic description of the location I want to live in. The types of things I've considered, or are still considering, are the weather. I'm not interested in being cold anymore, so the place I want to settle down in has to regularly be above 20 degrees Celsius, or about 70 Fahrenheit, as a minimum. I might be willing to accept minor deviations below that temperature, but it can't be for long periods of time, and it can't be very often and a higher regular average temperature will get bonus points. I also think about infrastructure. Wherever I will be is going to have to have at least the majority of the facilities and services that I'm used to having now, such as good medical services, easy access to groceries and other shopping facilities, excellent internet service, decent entertainment options, things like that. I've been spoiled in life and I'm not willing to be uncomfortable or inconvenienced in my day-to-day -day life beyond retirement when there's no need to be. The next thing is cost. And this is something that's really important because a location that costs too much is going to limit my lifestyle. But a less expensive area would mean that 
my current funds will go farther and my overall lifestyle is going to be improved. This consideration is one of the primary reasons for looking outside my home country of Canada for a retirement location. With increased life expectancies, many people are at risk of outliving their savings. I don't want to be one of those people. Also, additional disposable income allows for more travel, and that's important too. Because if you're living somewhere where the majority of your family and friends aren't, you're going to want to go back and see them once in a while. That brings me to another thing you need to think about in your perfect day. Whether you're going to have some sort of side gig after retirement. It can certainly help with expenses. It can provide a welcome source of additional income. And it can give you something to focus your time and efforts on. But the whole idea of beyond retirement, for me at least, is to be at a stage where I don't have to find work to make extra money. So I thought about that for a while, because in my first iteration of the perfect average day, I was doing some online work and making a business out of it to earn some money. To my way of thinking, that put me back in the working for someone else category, because I'm trying to satisfy my clients. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that you can't work beyond retirement. My whole premise is that once you pass that retirement mark, you can do whatever you want to do. Your time is your own. So if a side gig or even a regular job of some sort is your idea of satisfaction, go for it. The process of figuring out your perfect day is a great one. Because if it's done properly, you should get answers to all the main questions that you need to create your dream life. You'll figure out where you want to live, what type of accommodations you prefer, a single family home, an RV, a boat, whatever. What activities you like to take part in, like hanging out with friends, going to local cultural events, or just reading under a tree. You'll figure out what sorts of equipment you need in your life, golf clubs, musical instruments, jet skis, snow skis. You'll discover who you want to be spending your time with, what sort of work you might like to do, and what causes are important to you. All of these answers are the ingredients of your dream life. The best part of life beyond retirement, and specifically of figuring out your dream life, is that you can change it. Don calls this the Goldilocks approach. Try out different locations, different climates, different activities, till you find the mix that's just right. Nobody's going to force you to stick with what you decide. If you think you want to live on a beach and surf every day, chatting with the locals in the evenings, learning how to weave baskets from palm fronds, you can go do that. And if it turns out that you really hate sand between your toes all the time, you can adjust your dream life. Getting back to what Dawn had said about planning the dream life, she mentioned a few tips for choosing your spot. You can vacation with a purpose. Choose your vacations in the locations that you're considering so you'll get a chance to see them. You can do a beta test, which is an extended vacation, basically, six to eight weeks or more if possible, and actually live as a local in the place you're considering. If you can't do that, if you can't live in that place for that long, then it's not the right place for you, and it's good to figure that out. Most important, what she said was, be open to changing locations. You're not failing if you decide you don't like a particular town or country. You're simply taking it off the list of possibilities. So I highly recommend investing a few dollars in Don's book, Claim Your Dream Life, How to Retire in Paradise on a Shoestring Budget, if you're considering a retirement move. 
Next week, I'm going to be chatting with Eddie Rice about how to make retirement toasts and speeches that people will actually enjoy listening to. I hope you'll join us.